Hey everyone, this is Josh. Before the podcast starts today, we just want to let you know our merch has officially dropped. You can go to the bio on our TikTok or Instagram to our link tree and get on the website to buy a t-shirt or a hoodie. Every purchase helps this podcast to grow and keep going. Um, You know, we just want to keep doing diner reviews. We want to buy more equipment to make this podcast better and every purchase helps us. So we love you guys. Thank you so much for your support. Head on over and buy your hoodie or t-shirt today. Hey, this is Jersey. You're listening to the Garden State. You are listening to the Garden State, the only New Jersey podcast that gives you all the news you need to hear this week. I'm Josh Sobo. I'm Josh Chomick. And behind the camera, this week, filling in for Jimmy Parks, we have a special guest. Danny Phantom. What's up, guys? Danny Dimes. Danny Phantom, Danny Dimes. What do you want us to call you tonight? Whatever you want, baby. It's going to be Danny Dimes. Sorry. I like like that nice, deep voice. (laughs) Could you read off like a, a fake ad for us for like, pretend we have a sponsor. Pretend this podcast is making money. You're listening to The Garden State, brought to you by Yellow Bananas, <laughs> the very best in all of produce. Come wow. on. That was beautiful. I have to kick. Dude, what if we just kick Jimmy Parks out of here? What do you think? I think Jimmy might, might sue. He might do something he, crazy. He does own 90% stake in this company. I don't know how we, we need such a bad business deal with him. I wonder if Jimmy actually listens to the pod. I don't know. He is a mastermind. Jimmy, like, if you are listening to this, like whatever moment you're listening to this, text us the word bananas, bundle of bananas, bundle of bananas, and uh, we'll know that you listened to or this. Or you could text us Bob, B-O-B, if you want to save the time instead of bundle of bananas. Airplanes it, featuring uh, B-O-B, right? Oh, man. By B-O-B. That was a good song. Every Facebook status in 2011. I think I'm taller than you this week, too. I think That's my booster you, seat. You have, you have a, <laughs> I, I'm like leaning down this week. This is weird, dude. I don't, I don't like this. You gave me double booster. That's why. <laughs> You're double boosted. I'm going to booster down. So uh, before we get into the news, how was everyone's week? Uh, how you guys doing? Anything interesting happening happened this week? Uh, my cousin from Australia was here, and we went to Yestercades in Westfield. Shout out Westfield. Shout out Yestercades. Nice. Great area to be at. I like it there. It's a cool spot. If you're from the Union County area, you got to check out Yestercades. I've never been, and I live like a town over. Oh, that's right. You were supposed to come that day with a group. I went with a group, and you were supposed to be there, but you skipped. Yeah, because it's yesterday. What do you do? Just play arcade games for an hour? I just whooped them in every single game. Listen, I, I got bad. I got work to do. It's I can't. You know I what? don't have time to be playing games. Bro. Here's the thing: is an arcade is one of those ideas that's really good in theory, and it's great for about twenty minutes, and then you're like, nah. It's great for whoever owns the arcade. They're making so much money. How much Pac-Man do you want to play? I mean, like, here's the thing: we're nostalgic. We want to go back in time. But objectively, you can play games that are way better on like a PS5. Oh, yeah. Or you can just go to the golf course, maybe go bowling, uh, batting cages, true, true. shooting you... range, Barnes & Noble. There's, a lot There's like things. a lot of other ways to have fun in Jersey. What did you do this weekend? This weekend was, what was Saturday? Where was I Saturday? I know what oh, I did. Oh, I was working all weekend. Yeah, just... just picking up different jobs. Cool. Uh, I can't talk about jobs on the podcast, but I was doing work. I went to Hunter, New York, um, little weekend getaway with my wife, just to, you know, my birthday's this week, so. Oh, yeah, when we drop this podcast, it's Josh's birthday on Friday, March 11th. Wow. Happy birthday. Thank you. Happy Um, early birthday, bro. We went to Hunter, New York. Uh, We stayed at this sweet spot called the, what was the name of it? 
I should know this. <laughs> uh, the Grand Hotel, no, Hunter it was Mountain. Like, it was like this cool spot across the street from Hunter Mountain, and I'm going to find it right now on my Google Maps. Um, but Hunter, Hunter, New York is beautiful. I know you know this. You've been there, right? I only go to snowboard. I'm kind of like an in and out type of guy. I go snowboard, and then I come back to Jersey. But yeah, I've, I've eaten there a few times. It's pretty cool. Well, the spot we stayed at was called Scribner's Lodge, and it was very cool, very trendy. Nice. Great restaurant attached to it. Had a sauna. Good times. This isn't an ad, but I enjoyed it. They should sponsor us, though. Like, imagine, like, we'll come to a pod with the mountain behind us, promote oh Hunter goodness. Mountain. It's a Vail owned resort, though, so we don't really support Vail owned resorts, even Why though I that? have an Epic Pass, because Vail is just ruining all the good mountains. Hunter used to not be Vailed, and Vail bought them out. Like, Vail's like the Can big you? corporation, and they just make everything worse. But explain what that means to people listening, like, Vail Pass versus Epic Pass. Or- well, like, there's so many different, like, snowboarding passes, and, like, Epic Passes is Vail Resorts. So Vail is like the biggest company that owns like the biggest mountains in the in the okay. country. So it's like Park City, Vail, and like these are the places that like most tourists are flocking to because the way Vail advertises it. And it's like mm. everyone wants to go there because it's like the dream resort. So now like all the locals or like people who snowboard and go hard like me and my friends do, we the lift lines are just insanely long. So every year we're like, we're not going to get Epic Passes anymore because the, the resorts are terrible, but somehow we just keep on buying is that why you always liked vermont more than hunter well no there's a bunch of um hunter no because some of the mountains in vermont are also veil owned uh, okay got it. i go to okimo mount snow because i have the epic pass and yeah. they're all veil owned so next year i'll probably get icon or a different pass because okay it, the lift lines like i was telling you a hunter they're just ridiculous when we went when we went up uh, over this weekend it was so warm and beautiful it was like 60 degrees out and, and the mountains were empty obviously we were looking at the mountain and uh, I just felt like the season's over, but I think we're getting snow the this week. The mountain is not empty, dude. I'll tell you that. Really? You don't think so? Oh, yeah. There's definitely like... I it's saw, a Saturday, dude. But all the parking lots for like the hotels and everything, there was no car traffic and it just felt empty, but... Interesting. No, I, I like Hunter, New York a lot. Like I would not be opposed to getting a little chalet up there and, and like learning this. Oh, ski it's gorgeous, and, like, dude. So, yeah. I don't know. It was a good time. And um, have you seen, by the way, this drama on... All over social media about doors and wheels. I opened up my phone today to the, the, the group chat with all the guys, and there was mm-hmm. like 150 texts. I open it, and I just see doors, wheels everywhere, just arguments. Danny, have you seen this, this drama about doors and wheels? Oh, absolutely. It's wheels all the way. So for people that don't know, there's a debate on the internet right now about what, what is there more of, doors or wheels? Now, I know that sounds like a stupid question, but I, I mean it very literally. Like if you added up every door on planet Earth and then added up every wheel on planet Earth, which Earth I said, <laughs> planet Earth, which would there be more of? I'm, I'm going with team wheels on this one as well, dude. If you think about all the wheels in the world, just stop and think about like where wheels are. It's really, There's more it's wheels. really an amazing idea you just had right there. Um, I think you said really wrong. Oh. Good point. Um, just correct. That's you. really an amazing idea you had right there. It's cute I'm way. actually team door. I just think that here's my theory on this, right? If, a, if you have a car, a car typically has five doors and then there's a glove box, there's a center console and a trunk. So that's eight doors and there's four wheels in the car. So for every car you see, that's, that's three points for team door. Just a thought, just a thought. That's, that's where How I'm going to go the with two door cars, a coupe. They still have a glove box. They still have a center console and a trunk. But they and, do, wait, hold on, and a hood. I just saw that TikTok today. The kid was like, "How about trains? How about toy cars? How about all every single car in the world? And what else are wheels? You guys were okay. arguing about it. Like, what Time makes out. up a wheel? 
Well, that's that gets into the the weeds of the conversation. But if you think about a train car, a train car has how many? What sixteen wheels? Probably yeah, on one car. Most train cars, besides New Jersey Transit. Okay, so this is a bad argu- argument because we're from Jersey. Most train cars have overhead compartments like airplanes. I'm thinking cargo trains. Cargo trains. Because they have like, more cars than like uh, commuter trains. That's a good point. But how many cargo trains are there in the world? I don't know. I, there has to be a lot. But yeah, I'm team, uh, your team doors, I'm team wheels easily. I love that we live in a time where we're solving the great mysteries of the earth. We're living in a t- an amazing time where there's, these are questions that we need to know answers to. Yeah, at first there was the cage match between the gorilla and the grizzly bear. Now we're debating doors and wheels. It's, it's honestly such a beautiful oh, thing. Oh, silverback gorilla versus a grizzly. I'm team grizzly. Yeah, I always will Team be, silverback all, any day. So you want to get into some news, some New Jersey news? Yeah, let's do it, man. Let's, let's get into it. Let's Danny, get into the Danny weeds. Dimes, how do you feel about the news this week? Man... I'm excited. Danny's a little I, nervous I back some, there. Look I read at him. some of the headlines, and I, I'm excited hey, about. What some do you of think them. about Jimmy Parks before we get into this? Jimmy Parks has huge shoes that I would never be able to fill because he is just such a tall a fountain of knowledge when it comes to New Jersey. J- Jimmy does know, like he just spits facts that like you just don't expect him to say. He has so much knowledge, but I thought you were going to go a different route with that and just say he's a, has a big feet as a person. Uh, that too, I think. I don't know. He does. He's a size <laughs> twelve, checked. I think. So, oh, there you go. Jimmy's tall. He's he's cool. Did you guys hear the news? Bojangles is opening ten locations across New Jersey. This is huge. Yeah, I mean, if you like Bojangles, it's huge. I've never even been, but I hear amazing things about Bojangles. Dude, I everyone down south just praises Bojangles. Apparently, it's really good. It's saying the North Carolina-based eatery has announced plans to open 10 restaurants in the Garden State Shouts as part of a franchise development. Uh, it's saying Bojangles, New Jersey locations will open throughout North Jersey and Bergen, Essex, Hudson, Middlesex, and Union Counties. Whoa. Uh, exact restaurant locations and opening dates have yet to been an- be announced. Uh, to me, this just sounds like some good PR because they're not giving any details. They're saying 10 restaurants... But maybe it's maybe it's facts. It's it's still in the works. But you know, if you're a Popeyes, a KFC, Chick Fil A, they're fine. No one's ever gonna take down Chick Fil A. But those guys, bet, they're probably like shaking right now, dude. If Bojangles just pops up and they just pop and everyone falls in love, bro, I don't know what Popeyes is gonna do. It wouldn't it wouldn't take much to knock Popeyes out of their spot. I feel like I know that's like slanderous to some people. I like Popeyes. I like that you can go get crispy like artery clogging fried chicken and some mashed potatoes and like cornbread. But I feel like it could easily be replaced with something better. I'm more of a KFC guy when it comes to the debate. Like I'm going to KFC over Popeye's. What's your go-to at KFC? The $5 box. So you got like a leg or thigh, mac and cheese, some uh, potato wedges, um, the biscuit, there's like so much within a five in a drink in a five dollar box, bro, and it just tastes so much better. Do you go for often? Yeah, I do. You just you just there's got, so many around just, us. I, instead of scanning a QR code next time I go to see the menu, I'm just gonna ask you to read the entire <laughs> thing. I'll just clip that audio part portion and throw it into your phone. I think uh, I think this is exciting. I have a friend living in North Carolina. Shout out to Tyler, and he told me Bojangles is the truth. It's way better Dude. than any of these other spots we got. So. Hey, I'm, I'm open to it. I think some competition is good for the fried chicken biz. All our friends in North Carolina just brag about Bojangles. So, hey, grand opening day. You'll find me and Josh first in line. We'll be waiting. Um, 
do you have you ever eaten that Bojangles before? Let us know what's good. You think it's going to survive? You think it'll take over or it'll just flop? Who knows? I think it's going to take over. But and I say we see, see we've seen this with Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A comes into New Jersey, and and every Chick Fil A I go to is packed, bonkers, dude. Like I'm thinking the one in Union, the one on uh, Terrell Road, the one in Garden State Plaza Mall. Uh, the one in, uh, what's the airport up by, is it Teterboro Airport? Across the street from the airport? There's so many now, man. That one's, they're always busy, all of them. And you know what? God bless Chick-fil-A, literally, right? (laughs) I mean, you know (laughs) what I'm saying there. All right, so, uh, Bojangles, yeah. Yeah, bro, that's going to be crazy. It's going to become like a Bojangles-Chick-fil-A mix in Jersey and KFC and Popeyes. Imagine. Going down the drain. (laughs) Imagine if Bojangles, like, slid into Taco Bell's DMs and made a partnership and they got rid of KFC. Because you know every Taco Bell KFC collab? Oh yeah, dude, they're all over the place. Isn't that a Kanye line? Best collab since Taco Bell and KFC? Oh yeah, off the, one someone, of his newer albums. Someone he said, said that. that. Yeah, it was a Kanye line. I'm just trying to remember what song it was. I don't know. I got another story for you guys and you're going to like this one. Give it to me. Well, you're not going to like it. It's sad, but it's interesting. A New Jersey woman has been accused of keeping a minor in a shock collar. It gets just darker and darker, man. It, it just, it blows my mind how much weird, crazy news is happening in New Jersey, but this is a dark story. I hate it. I hate it, dude. Stratford, New Jersey, three women were arrested and charged after a horrific case of child abuse was discovered in Camden County, New Jersey. Authorities say a 13-year-old girl was forced to wear a shock dude. collar meant for a dog around her neck. Neighbor Karen Villick said it was the afternoon of Tuesday, March 1st, when she heard a door, her doorbell ring repeatedly. I opened the door, and she hands me the dog collar. I go, is your dog loose? She said, no, they shocked me. They shocked me. And she put up her neck, and I saw the two marks from the dog collar, um, adding that the dog collar was vibrating in her hand. Villick says she brought the girl inside her home into the 100 block of Harvard Ave in Stratford. So... Crazy, yo! How, mm, bro? I just want to strangle these people and just. How do you put a dog collar around a thirteen-year-old? They're sick. They're sick people. You gotta be just so sick to do that. So I that's just torture, right there, bro. I have a story with this. I used to be in the 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 YouTube game, and we made a video where we played um, uh, knockout with you know basketball game knockout. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you had to wear a shock. Oh no, I was horse, but we had to wear a shock collar and we did it on like all the different settings. So you can go one to 10 mm-hmm. on setting like three. It's kind of uncomfortable by eight. It's unbearable by 10. You're like, that's probably why she had marks on her neck. It's, oh my it's, God. It burns. Dude. It literally burns your skin. So Sheesh. crazy. Um, yo, uh, these people just need to get locked up forever. Yeah. Like I, none of this, like five years in jail and then you come out and with good behavior. No, these people need to just rot, dude. That's just terrible. That 13 year old is scarred for life now. I agree. I think anyone that hurts children, anyone that does this kind of a thing to a child, again, I always say this, they have no place in our society. I think straight to jail, like the, <laughs> like that clip of the guy, boom, straight to jail. Yeah. Um, they should go to jail and they should, I think if, if I was a judge, I'd say you have to wear a shock collar. And when you don't do things correctly, we're just going to shock you like you did the girl. Yeah, bro. An eye for an eye. Awful. So, Awful. It says uh, she, the, the, the lady, Karen Villick, who opened her door, she tried to comfort the 13-year-old while her husband called 911. I was horrified, she said. 
My husband and I have been able to, haven't been able to sleep for days on end. You know, what can we do for this poor little girl? The next day, authorities arrested Kelly, Rebecca, and Rachel Menning and charged them with aggravated assault, child abuse, and neglect. It is alleged the three forced the girl to wear the shock collar and deprived her of necessary amounts of food and clothing. While the three women denied the abuse... Yeah, of course they denied yeah, it. Yeah, of course they... Yeah. But idiots, bums, dude. Man, crazy. Evil. They denied, Straight up evil, dude. They denied the abuse when interviewed by detectives. Police say another resident of the Menning home told them the dog collar was forced on the girl as punishment when she was bad. Dude, that's just disgusting. So stupid. Okay, what's this? What's this living situation like? Like, who are these three women with a minor? They all like it's like a mom and like two sisters, or like are they all in a relationship together? I have no idea. That's just a weird family life right there. The best part about the internet is you can look people up and see their photos. This Whoa. lady, she looks crazy. Buzz's girlfriend. Whoa. <laughs> so let's uh. see. Let me let me go, look on uh, Google Images real quick, and we'll see if we can pull up a family photo. Oh, here you go. They definitely are sisters. Yeah, it looks like a mom and sisters. They look younger, right? Wow, this, the other two ladies look like they're really I can't young. really tell. Oh, that's them. Oh, my goodness. I don't know. I really. They actually all kind of look the same age. They all look kind of young. They all look 18 to 30, I'd say. That's so young. sad. Yeah, now their lives are done for forever. So I hope this TikTok gets a lot of views and all their friends see this. Yeah. So that would be... My hope to come out of this this situation, but that poor girl, man. Like, yeah, like what the neighbor even said. Like, how do you, how do you recover from that? I don't know. That, that's the turning point in life, right there. Like a thirteen year old, bro. Like you remember everything when you were thirteen, and mm-hmm. like you're just molded at that age. So, and it's Ugh. Camden County, which makes it even worse because I feel like Camden County. There's always something going on. No offense if you're from Camden County, but. I don't know. It's just really sad, man. Terrible story all around. Prayers up for that little girl. Absolutely. Um, and with that, I think we need to move on to another story that's also pretty bad, but not as bad as the last one. But but it's still bad? It's, oh, man. I don't know. what's Something's wrong with the world now. Everything's changing. It's really going downhill fast, and that's why we're here to just try to spice it up a little bit. We're trying know? to save the state. The little band-aid on the wound, you know, temporary uh, temporary fix. I don't know what you yeah. call it, but we're here just uh, for you guys trying to make your day a little better. So thank you for listening to the podcast, by the way. So you ready for this next one? Yes, sir. A New Jersey bill has been introduced that will remove snow days from students. Nope. Nope. No. <sighs> no. 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 Dude, No. What is wrong with why can't why can't we give the kids a day off, bro? Why do we need to do Zoom on a snow day? Let the kids go out and play in the snow. Yeah. That was the hi- that's the highlight for every kid. Just like checking the forecast and they knowing they're gonna get like a foot of snow and being like, oh, I can't wait for that phone call five in the morning. The school's gonna be canceled. You ever feel like I just uh, I wish it could just be I wish it could just be like 1999 again. Like what the world yeah, let's, was, let's hit the rewind button a bit. Let's come, come back. On. The world was so normal. And like 1999, that might have been the peak of it all. That person who set up this bill definitely had no friends growing up. And they were just miserable forever. And now they're just trying to make more kids miserable. Yeah. That's just messed up. Well, New Jersey. They can afford a day off, dude. Yeah. It's not that hard. Who cares about Zoom? 
NJ.com is reporting that, uh, this is what they said, wearing pajamas inside out and backwards, flushing ice cubes down the toilet, dabbing toothpaste on the no- on noses before bedtime. Students across New Jersey play out these superstitions when a snowstorm is on its way, hoping for a beloved snow day. I never heard of putting toothpaste <laughs> on your nose. I never heard about flushing ice cubes down the toilet. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to start doing that. <laughs> it says, but the rituals may become a thing of the past. If a bill passed last week in NJ State Senate, by a unanimous vote becomes law. A unanimous vote? Guys, let's come on. Let's be better. Let's do better. The bill S-464 would allow public schools to use virtual or remote instruction instead of snow days, allowing the days to be counted for the 180-day requirement. Oh, trash, dude. Yeah, just add a day at the end of the year. It always worked out for us. There was never a problem. This is what I don't get. There was not, there's not an issue. We figured it out. Yes, dude. Why? Like, I get it. Oh, we have Zoom now. There's no need... Kids need a day off, dude. I'm going to get some flack for what I'm about to say. Do it. Actually, I don't know if this is true. This is my theory. <laughs> I, I smell the teachers union in this one. Not the actual workers, the people at the top. There's something smelly going on here. Because you know what? The workers, the teachers got to love a snow day. I do. Of course. I have some family that are teachers. They <laughs> love, dude. It's like they're, I have, a, I have a family member that's a teacher. And we were hanging out a few weeks ago. And it was a Thursday night. And they get a text, snow day. And I'm like, what is that life like? They get a Friday off. because, And I'm like, you know what? That's great. Good for you. I, I have nothing to say about that. That is an amazing life. And you chose a yeah. life of sacrifice for kids. You deserve a snow day. I always think about if everything else goes downhill, I might become a teacher. Just because we get snow days and we get to play out in the snowstorms like the kids. And number two, you get summers off. So you get to go have fun in the summertime too and do your like little side hustle and all that. I think what we're seeing in our culture, to get on, on a more serious note, um, Kids' lives, to, to, not, to not be dramatic, but kids' lives are being ruined. We've given them screens. Uh, they're looking at stupid TikToks all day. They're being perverted. Their minds are being warped. There's nothing mm-hmm. more pure and innocent Come on, bro. than being a child and playing in the snow. Yes, and I think dude. we need to start doing things in this state to make childhood better again. Like Come on. when we were kids, we would, bu- I know people always say this, it's a cliche. We would go biking. We would like build, I remember me and my brothers would build, build igloos on a snow day. Make I fires mean, in the streets. Dude. My favorite thing. So much fun. Favorite thing, going shoveling, 20 bucks a driveway. I'd make 120 it's bucks in a easy, day. bro. My back would be killing me, but that is like, and I know it, that was my experience. But That's I the American like dream right there, bro. That is. Come on. Like, think about all the movies we used to watch at, uh, as kids about yeah. this, the, the image of a snow day and <laughs> kids going sledding and that freedom. And I don't know. I just think that the last thing we need is more kids on screens. Let them be free. It's probably yeah. better for the... Fr- Let's be for honest. For health. Yeah. Way better than like a, another day in school on the computer, which... By the way, everybody I've spoken to, nothing gets done on, on the screens. Nah, dude. Nothing. If I had a kid Ugh. right now, if I had a kid right now and there was like a snowstorm and they call a snow day on Zoom where you would have to do like work, I would tell my kids to skip school that day and go play in the snow. Yeah. Can I read you a quote that one of the sponsors said about this? Sure. It says, now we have the ability to conduct remote learning during a weather emergency and, not, and to not lose a day of instruction due to snowstorms or other hazardous weather, said Senator Sacco, a Democrat from Bergen slash Hudson County one of the bill sponsors. Our hope is that this will help districts to avoid extending the school year as we continue to see more extreme weather events. You're not seeing more extreme weather events. We're just getting school canceled over an inch of snow because it's just, dude, it used to take 
like eight inches of snow to get a snow day. And now at the thought of like an inch or two, like they cancel school. So that's the issue right there. That's why they're losing bro. days quickly. Oh my God. Bro, dude. we've had this, this winter has been, we've had a lot of like two inch snow days for yeah. sure. Yeah. I know, I know like, um, Atlantic City got hit with that one it's, crazy it's, storm. They got like a Which, few good storms down there. South Jersey, they've been feasting. I feel like as a kid, every year or two, we'd have a really big storm where you get like a foot yeah, and a yeah. half, two feet of snow. That's just normal. And that's just mm-hmm. part of life. And you know what? Maybe we have to rethink the curriculum. Maybe we, we think of a smarter way to do school. So <laughs> kids aren't trapped on a snow day on their, on their Zoom. Yeah, dude. Where... Let's be honest. They're not learning anything. This is just to check a box. It's just to make, um, you know, it's it, this is just typical Set the bureaucrats free, trying to get stuff done that doesn't need to get done. And I think parents need to speak up. Uh, they need to go to their PTA meetings. I and, can't wait for the future PTA meetings. And uh, yeah, I can't wait for them either. So sorry for yelling so much. I just, it's just no, we're passionate about dude. And this is just such a ridiculous bill. Very unnecessary. Like, if you're a teacher watching this right now or a student, give us your thoughts. Um, we can't be the only ones here upset about this. <laughs> if I have, when I have kids on a snow day, I'm not letting them log on the computer. They could take the oh, tardy. Dude. The teachers can be mad. I don't care. They're, I, they're going out and playing and I'm taking them sledding and they're going to have fun. Every kid in this generation, especially, needs to look up that Hey Arnold episode oh. called Heat Slash Ice. It, because there was always two episodes, and one the first episode was like the hottest day of the year, mm-hmm. and then the other episode was the snow day. And like I remember, all the kids were running wild. It was like the dream snow day, mm-hmm. and like they they hosed down the street, turned into an ice skating yep. rink, and like that's just like the dream right there for every kid. And we can't be keeping the kids inside on Zoom during yep. snow days. Can I make one more point? Sure. We have put children through the hardest two years of school ever these last two years. We, we, we put them through online learning, which isn't even effective in my opinion, not as effective as in classroom. We've, they've had masks. All this stuff has gone on where, where mm-hmm. their lives just haven't been normal. Give them snow days. Give them, a, give them some time with a snow day. Yeah. It's just, this is just absurd. I don't know who, who sponsors these oh, bills, but my, this is why voting is important. You should know what your senators are backing and go to your PTA meetings and say, no, I want my kid to have a snow day. My blood is boiling right now. Yeah. <laughs> Screw that, dude. <laughs> nah, man. Moving on. <sighs> The body of a man was found dead at Eagle Rock Reservation in West Orange, New Jersey. Very mysterious, I must say. Very. Like, just middle of the day, dude's body was found. Yeah, it says the Essex County Prosecutor's Office has yet to identify the body of a man found shot dead uh, on Friday at Eagle Rock Reservation. The man was found on a hiking trail in the early afternoon by several hikers. That must have been so terrifying. Oh, gosh. Here's what we know about the man found fatally shot in the reservation and what questions remain. The man has not been identified yet, and little is known about the circumstances of how he was killed, according to Kathy. Kathy Carter, spokeswoman for Essex County Prosecutor's Office. The prosecutor's office is treating the man's death as a homicide, with Carter acknowledging that he had a visible gun, he had visible gunshot wounds. Okay, questions. Yeah. Uh, number one, how did no one hear a gunshot? Or maybe they did, and that wasn't stated. Because they said he was just shot at the park, so I'm guessing other people would have heard a gunshot. And number two, if he wasn't shot at the park, there's no shot they could have dragged his body there without people seeing and just like, dropping him off on a trail and then getting away. Wait, so, oh, wait, hold on. Your, so your first point was, how did nobody hear it? Your yep. second point was, how did nobody see it if they killed him somewhere else and brought him in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's what happened. I think he was, well, you're in West, this is like the perfect, it's 400 acres. Um, uh, what is Eagle it? Rock. Eagle Rock is 400 acres. Mm-hmm. 
And the thing with that amount of land is it's situated in West Orange, which is right next to East Orange, which is right next to everything. Newark, Mm -hmm. you know, you can get anywhere within 10 minutes from this reservation pretty much. You could be on 280. This reservation is really three minutes from 280. You could be... You could be in the heart of Newark in 15 minutes. So I think he was shot somewhere else, and they probably drove him out. Quick little, you know, late night trip, threw him in the woods on a tr- on a hiking trail, and that was it. Even though they found him in the early afternoon, like you don't think like all morning, like people people are hiking like early in the morning. Like how did they not like stumble upon it then? Unless he was in a bush or something. But they said he was on a hiking trail. Who knows? Maybe there's a lot of trails at, at uh, the res. I haven't, I haven't been to Eagle Rock Reservation in a while. Um, if it's anything like Wachung or South Mountain, there's a lot Jeez. of trails to hike, you know? Dude, Eagle Rock is our Pine Barrens. <laughs> Bodies just, showing up left and right. Like, that's where they're dumping them. Now. Just a lot smaller, but yeah, pretty much same thing. <laughs> we have nothing else. I mean, that's, that's just crazy, bro. It's crazy how this crime happens. New Jersey, again, this, is, this goes back to the weirdness of, of the state that we live in. And uh, it's just crazy how you could go to a park in the middle of a suburban town. And what, what do you have? You have tons of murder happening like that. It's crazy. Danny, what do you think? I'm just in shock. I don't even know. Like, I, I wouldn't expect that. Just broad daylight. I don't even know. Did you do this, Danny? Danny, you sound a little... You sound very suspicious. Shaky over there. Uh, I plead the fifth. Interesting. <sighs> Interesting take by Danny. But um, Is he allowed to do that? Kid? I don't know. It's a podcast. I think you, I know. it's like it should be illegal. In a I actually have to go. Okay, bye. Da- no, Danny, Danny, stay. Stay, Danny. It's okay. Stay. We don't it's care okay. for your murderer. We love you. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be reading into that story. I'm like so... I love these stories because it's like it's so mysterious. There has to be like a trail left by whoever left the body there. Like there had to have been footsteps or maybe blood. If they dragged him in, it must have been in like a body bag or something. There's no trails of blood. Yeah. I don't know, dude. It's crazy. Leave us a comment with what you think happened. We'd love to hear if you're watching this on TikTok. Yes, please. Give us some more details if we didn't say anything because I want to know like what happened. Tell us your take. Next story. A Kearney, New Jersey elementary school teacher was charged with possession of child pornography, authorities say. Disgusting. We have all these stories today with people hurting and abusing kids or taking advantage of kids. It's just... What's going on? Dude, it's just... The numbers are ramping up every day. There's more and more stories like this. And to be honest, this story hits close to home because today we have Danny Dimes with us. And Danny, you're from Kearney. Yeah. Shout out to Lincoln School Class of 2010. Whoa. Whoa. What does that mean? Meaning I had the teacher in question as my middle school Italian teacher. Are you serious? I promise. I wish okay. I wasn't joking. Okay. Should I read the, read, read the, the story and then we'll we get Danny's into, take? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Interesting. Anselmo Giramonte, 51, an Italian teacher in the district, was charged March 4th with one count of distribution of child pornography. He appeared by video conference before U.S. Uh, Magistrate Judge James B. Clark III and was detained. The teacher was immediately placed on administrative leave and will have no contact with Carney's students or our schools, Blood said in a letter that was sent to parents. It is our understanding that all charges related to the this individual occurred outside of the Kearney School District. Bro, what? Danny, what was this guy like when you knew okay, him? Okay, wait, this is crazy that this was Danny's teacher. Danny, get over here. Get Just come here. You have to get in for the talk, dude. Like, this is just a yeah, crazy take. Hop in here. All right, come in, come in between so Josh doesn't have to move. Actually, no, yeah, 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 yeah. you stay there for the yeah. camera. Oh, true. Yeah. Can you see me? So, so... This guy was your middle school teacher. What can you tell us about he him? He was. He was my Italian teacher from 
third to sixth grade. And That's a long time. Yeah. He was really nice, actually. <laughs> but the funniest thing about it, the funniest meaning, like not funny, was there was kind of almost an inside joke where he was kind of creepy with this one girl in particular. Oh, no. And we would always say, oh, watch out, like whatever her name was. And um, she didn't think much of it either, but it was Loki kind of creepy. He would just always pick on her and talk to her. And now when I heard this story, I was very creeped. I was like, oh, it all makes sense now. Yo, you guys called it, dude. That's so weird. Wait a second. What grade were you in when this happened? Like sixth or seventh? No, I'd say like fourth. Oh, that's even worse. (laughs) What? Yeah, like fourth or fifth. Fourth graders make jokes like that? Who knows? Who knows how long this guy had the, the child pornography possession for? Like, that's well, crazy. Yeah, I'd imagine a while. Here's the other thing. Danny, you took four years of Italian? Well, I took, yeah, and, and then in, in high school, I took even more. Can you I speak took full it? four years. Un poco. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, I don't even know what to say about that. I think it's amazing that fourth graders in Carney. So the fourth graders called out the creep. Out. They called out the creep from the get. And they were right. Thank you, Danny. Danny, you have anything you want to say to him? In case he's listening right now. I'm just disappointed. He was a really he was really nice to us. He taught us a oh, lot. I wonder why. <laughs> I bet he was nice. He was very enthusiastic, but it's just sad to see. That's that's just terrible. All I'm gonna say is uh I hope he does a lot of jail time. It's saying Ooh, there's what a, is it saying? It's saying there's a minimum penalty of five years in prison and a maximum penalty of twenty years in prison. Twenty uh, years. No, nice, I- dude. This is another life sentence. Legislative thing I don't understand. Why are we putting minimum sentences on people that hurt kids? Any crime like this, give them life in prison. And if you want to get rid of these people, give them all life in prison. Yeah, that's the only way. They're going to come back. They're going to come back and do the same thing, dude. Five years. It's really sad. It's terrible. They have no place in society hurting children. It makes me sick. Poor, Poor little Danny Dimes in fourth grade learning Italian. Who knows, bro, what that guy was up to then. What a creep. Yeah, I don't know. Terrible story. Carney, New Jersey, man. <sighs> Crazy. Shout out Carney. Well, that's the thing, bro. How many like I I feel like this is way more common and people are just not getting caught. Yeah. Like that's the scary thing. And yeah. you just never know who's who these days. So it is very common and I I hope that this is one of the benefits of technology getting better is that we're able to, uh, to snoop these people out a lot Disgusting, faster. You know, dude. not to go on, not to stand on a soapbox, but I read the other day there's more slaves in the world than ever in human history. And a big part of that is human trafficking with like yeah. underage kids. And so it's just kind of gross that it's even a thing. I don't think most people are even aware of that. Most people are like, what the heck? What is human trafficking? Mm-hmm. And then you got these people that this is, it's always, I remember in Cranford there was a big arrest that happened of, um, people possessing um, this kind of stuff. And I remember there was like 20 people arrested at once and it was a ring. It's like people that Mm -hmm. pass stuff along to one another. So it's not, it's like a network of people. It's not like one lone guy. I bet this guy was connected to a bunch of people and you know, we'll find out what happens next, but it's just so disturbing. Screw that guy, dude. Oh, it's so disgusting. Get him out. Get him out. Out. I hope he goes to uh, Rawway State Penitentiary. The spot. And makes some friends. All right, moving on. Um, in South Brunswick, New Jersey, firefighters caught a baby that was thrown out of a second-story burning building. Dude, the, such an epic just drop-off of the kid. Dude, watch the video. Play it right now. Killer. This, this is heroes, man. We got we to gotta talk about firefighters, man. Thank God. Every story has been so dark, and now we got the hero story, the firefighters just saving babies' lives. If, so epic. 
if this firefighter, if you know this firefighter, he's from Jersey, South Brunswick. That's like 25 minutes from here. Mm-hmm. If you're watching this, we want to call this guy. We want to talk to him about what happened. We want to interview him. Uh, get him on the line. What do you think? We'll, we'll treat you to a diner trip, too, if you want. We'll take oh. you out for food. We'll, we just want to celebrate you, man. Congratulations. We should find a diner in South Brunswick and go with this guy. That'd Let's be really go. cool. Hey, someone's got to have a connection here if you're watching on TikTok. Connect us to this guy, please. Our Instagram DMs are open. Let us know. So here's what the article says. It says, first responders in New Jersey caught a three-year-old boy who was dropped by his father from the window of a burning apartment building in a dramatic caught-on-camera rescue yeah. Monday morning. Dads are awesome, man. I got to say for a second, <laughs> that's such a dad move. He's like, I'm just going to throw him, catch him. And you know this firefighter was a legend in his own right for catching the kid. And like, the, the funniest part in the video, the dad comes after, and just this big guy just falling out the window. <laughs> all the firefighters trying to catch They're him. They're like, uh, it's really, no. It's a really a beautiful you know, tale out of the destruction of that that occurred. Well, it says the dad and son were trapped inside their second-story apartment building at South Ridge Wood Complex in South Brunswick when firefighters and police officers got there at about 8.20 a.m., authorities said. But the father busted out the window and dropped his son into the arms of the waiting first responders below, according to the footage obtained by ABC7. Once his son was safely outside, the man went headfirst out the window. Scary. <laughs> yeah, all, yeah, it was epic. But here's the good news. All of the residents inside the 24-unit building were able to flee the three-alarm fire, according to the Monmouth Junction Fire Chief, Let's go. Scott Smith. Yo, salute to all the firefighters watching. Yeah. You guys are the real ones, man. You guys are it, man. That's awesome. We got we to gotta give respect where respect is due. Shout out. Uh, I'd love to to meet this guy if, if if he does watch and uh I don't know what the chances are that he's on TikTok or Instagram, but it'd be cool. It'd yeah, be cool. We, dude, definitely epic story. Here on the Garden State uh, <laughs> State Here on the Garden State, we uh salute our first responders. Yes. Nothing but love and respect for uh EMS, police, fire. Uh, thank you guys for what you do, right? Yeah, for real. You guys are amazing. Thank you. So um, that's a cool story. Every now and again, you get like a glimmer of hope in the world, you know, that there's just there's good people out there trying to do their thing, trying to keep the world safe. And like they're everyday normal guys and girls. Yeah, like just they don't want they don't want the spotlight ever. And that's like that's the amazing part. If I was that three year old boy, I think when I got old enough, I'd legally change my name to something cool. Yeah, you got to be. Like Blaze. Like Spark. <laughs> is that insensitive? Because this is traumatic, right? No, no, hey, they're alive. Praise God. They're so. alive. Praise the Lord. They're living. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. All right. Next story. Speaking of fires, uh, the American Dreams indoor ski facility is set to reopen this May after it was caught on fire. It's cursed. And we've, we've discussed this, and it's so cursed. I feel like every time we talk about the American Dream Mall, it's a bad story. And I don't know. We still haven't been there. I have not visited. I hear parking is crazy expensive. But why do stories keep popping up about this mall? Yeah, well, well, a lot of people are excited about the ski facility. I, for one, have been there one time. That was my only time at the mall. So I went straight to uh, the snow spot, whatever it's called, Big Snow. So I didn't really get to explore the mall. Um, how was the slope? It was cool. It was fun. Like there's a terrain park. If you like, if you like terrain parks and like while you ride, it's, it's for you. But like for me, like a few runs down the slope, I got bored. If, unless you live in that area, mm-hmm. you're better off just going to mountain Creek. Like for, for the area it, of it Jersey, was like, we went in from. July, we went in July. Oh yeah. So yeah. it was like an escape from the hot weather, which yeah. was cool for a few hours. Cause I think they're like two hour sessions. So it's like the perfect amount of time. I'd highly recommend it. Um, it's a great spot to learn. It's just like, I don't know, man. 
It's cursed. What's the snow feel like in there? Does it feel like actual snow? Does it feel like... It feels like Mountain Creek snow. Like, just <laughs> fake. Just trash. So fake. It's so, Jersey. It's so East Coast. Ice. The, the Ice Coast. Yeah. That is what it is. It's ice. But hey, if you like terrain parks, go there. Go ride. It's a fun time. Just you never know if there's a fire. A fire is going to break out or something. Because that place, you know, they, they don't have any money. They're broke. Absolutely. And um, I, I, I would not go to the water park. That just sounds terrifying. It sounds awful. We, ha- mean, we have the, to check it out, though. We the, have to go. Okay, we should go once. We say this every podcast. Let's just take <laughs> one trip. It's just, do we want to drive, like, out there and... <sighs> No, no. <laughs> <laughs> not really. Uh, I'm not interested. <laughs> we're do, we're always doing more fun things. I'm not going to the mall, man. We're not mall rats anymore. Yeah, I, I just am kind of. I don't know, but a lot of people in the comments from the last video we talked about American Dream, everyone was like, "That's my favorite mall." I'm having such a fun time. So cool. I, I look if if it's for you, it's for you. If it's not, it's not. And I hope it survives. I hope it be. Beca- look, I'm sad. I don't want to sound like a mall hater because I'm sad when I see these malls close. Yeah. So I'm excited that there's a new mall. I hope it lives. I hope they make parking free as well, so more people can go. But yeah, that's that's really it. I don't understand what the parking garage is about. Like, why do you have to pay for parking to go to a mall? <sighs> Apparently, like it's like that at uh, Newport in Jersey City. Can you confirm that, Danny? Yes, I yeah, can a lot confirm. Of, a lot of people were saying that in the comments. Well, that makes sense to me only because I could see a lot of people taking advantage of the benevolence of the mall having free parking true. so that they could get a free pass ride. You know, they hop on the path train to the city, and it's basically a parking ride, you know? like You're you could, right. That's probably why. Like, that's a city. I but with that, that. I, we live in, in suburban... Uh, New Jersey, greater New York City, where there's all these nice little downtown areas. Mm-hmm. And every downtown charges you for parking. And I think that's absurd at this point in time. Again, it could be the same thing. There could be people that abuse it. But I don't know. I just think paying for parking just seems Dude, I get so many parking tickets in downtown. It kills me, yeah. bro. It's yeah. just stupid. So are you ready for our last story of the night? I'm, Dude, I've been born ready. This I've is been, the, I've been born ready. I think I said that right. This is the craziest story of the night, hands down. In Edison, New Jersey, two men set up their own sting operation on Grinder to catch child predators, but their vigilante tactics were so aggressive that they ended up in handcuffs too. What the heck? So these two dudes <laughs> went on Grinder, which if you don't know, it's an app to meet other single people. And uh, they posed as 15-year-olds so they could catch child predators on the app. And then it oh. all went sideways, and they actually got arrested for posing as 15-year-olds. Yeah, because they're not the FBI. They're two oh. normal guys just trying to save the day. And yeah, that's what's going to happen. You're going to get arrested for doing that. Can I just say I hate these videos I see? I love that people want to... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I love that people want to arrest... Or not arrest, but like come in conflict with these child predators and shame them. I think it's a great thing, but I think we should leave it to the professionals. <laughs> like, let me, let me read you this article. This is ridiculous. It says in the wee hours of Wednesday morning, Edison police received a report that led to the arrest of two men, Anthony Kodos, 29 of Edison and Jordan Grundy, 21 of North Plainfield. The pair were charged with enticing a child and endangering the welfare of a minor. NewJersey.com reports, but the, but a, as a 34 year old man, filed a report explaining the information he had on the pair. Police became alarmed. Apparently, the man and a 26-year-old accomplice posed as a 15-year-old boy on Grinder. When men arrived to meet up with the assumed teen, the vigilantes would force the men into the back of a car for severe interrogations. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's amazing. They'd force them into the back of a car for interrogation. 
that allegedly included threats of castration. Oh my <laughs> bro, this is straight out of a movie, bro. That would just go downhill. These guys are crazy. Hey, real life superheroes, <laughs> wait right? Wait a second. Wait, wait, speaking of superheroes, though the Grinder Guardians were able to extract <laughs> enough information to identify their cast their catfish victims they were charged with third degree criminal restraint and terroristic threats well oh shoot the yeah gr- this is where it gets weird because i guess they did they did have terroristic threats and okay so here's here's what i'm reading mm. first off the grinder guardians best nickname of 2022 so funny but here's here's what i'm reading it's sounding like so if someone is assumed that like you have evidence that they've I don't know, tried to take advantage of a kid, you have to go through the legal process, right? Like you have to take it to court. You have to alert the police, let them, let them handcuff the person, submit your evidence, let them have their day in court. They're going to go to jail. These people were being vigilantes and doing it on their own, which I think is awesome, by the way. I think, hey, if I, these guys, good on you. I hope you. I hope you have to like, I don't know, do like 60 days probation and move on with your life. But <laughs> Um, the terroristic threats, hilarious. Too many people are just watching Batman and Spider-Man these days and just <laughs> trying to be like your everyday ordinary superhero, just stopping crime in the streets. So it just doesn't work. Danny, bad. what do you think? I just wish these guys were doing their sting operation in Carney. Maybe they would have caught Senor Girimonte a little bit earlier. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's they, a good hey, point. They seem to know what they're doing. Uh, I think... Uh, like they should have <laughs> caught the people and instead of putting them in the back of the car... That's when you bring them to the police station, right? Yeah, but that's so much cooler. Like, think about like yeah, you're, but like, you're that's planning kid, this like, kidnapping, out. bro. Josh, you and me are planning this out, and we're like, we're gonna catch a pedophile. Okay, <laughs> we're gonna go. We're gonna get them in the back of the car <laughs> to catch, and a then pedophile. we're gonna st- we're gonna terrify them with crazy threats. They threaten castration. That's insane. Yeah. These guys are wild, bro. And see, like me and you for fun, we do this podcast because that's what we enjoy doing. But I guess these two guys for fun, they just wanted to save the world and make it a better place by catching uh, child predators. I think I'm gonna get, I'm gonna drop an idea, and this is a this is a million dollar idea, but I'm just gonna drop it. This would make an amazing Seth Rogen movie. Bro, when you were reading the title, I was like, this is a Seth Rogen movie. Like, I really? Could see you thought it. that? Yes, I did. I just didn't say it because you were reading the I headline, could see, but I could just see it like that. I could see like Seth Rogen and James Franco trying to catch people on Grindr and like, maybe James Franco's a little too cool. Like, I could see like Michael Cera <laughs> and Seth Rogen. I think it wasn't uh, James Franco like accused of pedophilia oh, or something. He, maybe not him. Dude, he'd be a good actor for yes. the guy caught in the back of the car. Yeah, he might be good at it. Who knows? Oh, that's a dark comedy, but that'd be a that'd be a great movie, I think. Sheesh, the Grinder Guardians of 2022. That'd be a, a amazing. We should make a t-shirt. <laughs> the Grinder Guardians, no. Oh man. Yeah. I'm very interested to see what happens to these guys. Well, we'll we'll do a follow-up story if we read more about the, the Guardians. Um Well, that's the tricky part. Like, you can't really like what if they actually were looking for young boys? Like, you can't prove that they were not right? well, what do you mean they pose oh because they pose as a 15 year old right yeah they, get, they, they they're not in trouble for posing true. they're yeah, not yeah, in trouble right. for posing as a 15 year old it's a they're in trouble for <laughs> locking people in a car and doing terroristic threats hey which they deserve i mean so. they do deserve you know what this is think about this okay the person that went to the cops and said they locked me in their car first off you're a pedo but the other part of it is would you rather you get threatened by some vigilantes or you go to jail like, I think getting shaken up by some guys and going, okay, maybe I won't do that again. Maybe that's really messed up. Yeah. And that's a better option, in my opinion. But who knows? You know, the world is soft. 
That um, is, that's a crazy story, bro. Good. Yeah, that's just wild. That's Jersey, though. So yeah, that's Jersey. Um, Josh, is there anything you want to say before we close out this episode? So, wow, how many stories was that, dude? That a was a lot. That, that was great. Well, um, I do have a few things to say. Yeah. Uh, number one, if you're listening to this on Friday, March 11th, go wish my boy Josh Sobo a very happy birthday. Thank you. Um, we're filming this earlier in the week, so it's not technically your birthday yet. So that's why we should have got balloons and stuff. Oh, that would be cool. I messed up. That was my fault. Anyway, um, if you're listening to this on Friday, March 11th, that means our merch has officially dropped today. We got hoodies. We got these t-shirts. Yeah. Go to our Instagram. You'll see photos of them all over the place. Very limited drop. Um, We're only selling a very few amount. So get them now while they're hot or you're going to miss out. Can I just say how crazy it is, the response we've seen on TikTok and other platforms for us just making this Jersey podcast out of nowhere. And like, we love New Jersey. Mm-hmm. We want to bring you guys as much news as possible. But to be honest, to be really honest, we make zero money on this. And if anything, mm-hmm. the diner reviews once a week are, are putting us in the negative. Yeah. So if you were to go buy a t-shirt or a hoodie, it would support the pod. We're not going to make a ton of money. We're not going to be millionaires, but it's going to make us enough money to support the podcast. 100%. Get us more equipment. Uh, maybe, maybe help us branch out, make some more merch, do some other things. So it's just, uh, it'd be really helpful and amazing. And also you get some amazing swag like the hoodie is printed on an independent co um hoodie which is i mean you're gonna feel this thing and it's it's a gr- it's, it's a really my favorite nice hoodie. hoodie right now it's i might really be saying nice. that because it's my it's so comfortable it's a really nice hoodie and um yeah and the shirts look fire as well so come on guys i would just recommend you do that and if you do you get one of these beautiful stickers which if you're listening to the podcast you can't see but if you're watching online they're, they're so cute who doesn't want a sticker for like a the back of their honda civic or uh, a notebook or on their hydro flask so they could show off to their friends. Yeah, there's a if lot you're, of places. Yeah, if you're listening, you can't see it, but you'll see it on you'll see it on our Instagram. So if you're not following us on Instagram or you're not on our Discord, yep. um, go follow us. Join the party. Like, Discord's the spot, dude. Yep. That's where we're giving you guys all the updated information on what's going on and how to keep up with things. So join our Discord. It's a great time on there. Get some merch. Follow us on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that's about all the plugs I have for the show today. I'm just, I'm so overwhelmed by all the support, um, throughout the podcast, the TikTok, the Instagram. So thank you guys so much. If you're watching or listening to us, it really means the world. Yeah. We've had a lot of love and support and it just feels like the state is backing us up, which is awesome. Oh yeah. Um, I was, so I'm always nervous when we post a video cause you know, people in Jersey keep it real. They'll tell you what they're really thinking. And I'm like, I don't want to get torn apart. And that's happened a few times where people are like, bad take or i disagree but nobody's too mean but yeah we get a lot of really nice people a lot of good support there's always going to be haters and if there's haters that means you're doing something right that that sounds like a miley cyrus line and i, I agree with it it, it might be yeah so but yeah that's all i have to say anything you want to say danny dimes before we get off the off the air just want to say shout out jimmy parks hey um, you're the man miss um, you amazing yeah man um that's all i got dude there's a bundle of bananas on our table i might go eat one now for dinner yeah I didn't eat yet. sounds like a delicious meal that's all i had as well thank you guys for listening and have an amazing day bye guys bye you're listening to the garden state the dirty jurors